This is Cortez Currents. I'm Max Tyson. You can also reach this program at CortezCurrents.ca. Cortez Currents was in attendance at the March 12th Just Transition Day of Action event in Campbell River. Approximately 25 people attended the event, promoted and inspired by the international climate organization 350.org, and hosted locally by the Campbell River Chapter of Council of Canadians, a national justice, democracy, and human survival organization. The event was facilitated by MC Rich Hagenson from the Council of Canadians. Hagenson began his presentation by acknowledging the traditional territories of local First Nations. Hagenson then indicated that he had a box full of election promises made by Justin Trudeau. From the box, he pulled out a folder called Just Transition Act and pointed out that the folder was empty, referring to the fact that the government has not yet written the act nor fulfilled the promise. There was a petition circulated at the event that listed the demands of the demonstrators. It read, Canada must address the climate emergency now. Now is the time to call on the Prime Minister and Government of Canada to pass a Just Transition Act in Parliament that winds down fossil fuel industry and ends fossil fuel subsidies, creates good green jobs led by and including affected workers and communities, expands the social safety net through new income supports, decarbonized public housing, and funding for affordable and accessible public transit, expands public ownership of services and utilities, reduces emissions by at least 60% below 2005 levels by 2030, pays for the transition by increasing taxes on the wealthiest in corporations and financing with a public national protects and strengthens human and worker rights, and respects Indigenous rights, sovereignty, and knowledge by including them in creating and implementing the legislation. The presenters from the Council of Canadians read out the Just Transition Act demands and discussed the important role of government in transitioning to a clean and green economy. Rachel Blaney, Member of Parliament for North Island Powell River, was in attendance for the presentation. She then spoke to the crowd, expressing support for the demand. Blaney stressed the importance of a local approach to the transition and ensuring that people have jobs in the new green economy. Blaney has presented similar requests to the Liberal government in the past. In November 2020, she introduced a private member's motion that called for principles for pandemic recovery spending that included equitable distribution, supporting the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples, the prioritization of projects that sequester or mitigate carbon emissions and the storage of groundwater, and the prioritization of projects that support local small business and economic diversification. The 350.org Day of Action events were held across the country in 47 communities. Cortez Currents reached one participant for an interview after the fact. Chris Haydock is a teacher in Campbell River and was at the event. He shares his reflections with us. That was a good experience. It was a small group of people that everything they stood for, uh, I agree, I agree with. And I felt like it was, it was really interesting in that it wasn't just a, a raw, raw climate change is real type of thing. The actual issue that being addressed being that uh, people who are displaced as we transition to a um, a more earth-friendly economy and uh, uh, society. We have to look after the people that um, who will lose their jobs 
And because uh, it's very natural for people to want to um, fight against something that's that's going to hurt them and their family directly on a short horizon. And uh, um, it's 100% fair to, to ask to be considered. And it also exposed to me um, a, a group of people who are actively working for solutions, um, solving a problem that I hadn't even thought of. I was thinking of trying to motivate people to believe in climate change. And, you know, one of the things that jumped out at me was that we're skipping over that problem directly and saying, we're going to solve the fears you have about how you're going to support your family, not even worrying about um, climate change uh, and trying to convince you of climate change. And uh, I'm, really, I'm really fascinated to see, um, well, first of all, I can get re I can really get behind this because I feel like as soon as a family feels like their interests will be uh, considered seriously and, and those families be, will be safe, then it really does open up uh, the possibility that they could even consider that climate change is real. Does a just transition imply that people are entitled to their current fossil-fueled lifestyle? No, I, uh, I think that any seriously tackling the climate changes we're going to require all of us to take a, a hit to our, uh, our current standard of living. And uh, that's scary for people. So do I think that was adequately addressed? No. Chris reflects on Rachel Blaney's presentation. The words that came out of her mouth made it seem as though she agreed with everything, though it was a lot, again, of big words and uh, no specifics. So one thing I did take away as she talked about it is that having, when you propose a bill, it adds weight to the things that she says if she has a big list of people, that these are people from my writings who also agree with me. So I, my takeaway was she needs extra letters. She needs names. When she, about uh, for 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 uh, to make a motion to act as surrogate votes for that specific thing and to give it more credence. I I think that's what she was trying to say. I was like, okay, well, that's the way it works, and that's the way it works, and that's why you need the things. But if you're going to talk about transitioning transitioning workers, don't say we need a transition plan. Make a transition plan, and propose that transition plan. That's what I would have liked to have heard. And if you need to get resource specific, then get resource specific and make that plan instead of the words we need one or we need to do it. Make the plan, propose the plan. Or the people there, did they were they treating it like an emergency? I feel like the some of the signs that I saw there uh, indicated probably more strongly held beliefs that weren't maybe vocalized or uh, talked about directly but that um, we need to treat climate change like COVID. And that I agree with, and I feel like that was expressed. We were all comfortable there. We all had our nice rain jackets. We were standing underneath the, the leave of a building and there was coffee and, uh, and everybody was smiling and hanging out. It doesn't sound like an emergency when we're sharing time like that. So, those two things were juxtaposed. And I guess that's maybe what I'm getting at is that uh, we're on this rally. We're all uh, very privileged people still enjoying our life, taking an hour out of our day to, to communicate this and then we go back to the rest of our life. That's a different type of emergency. I wouldn't be doing that if my house was burning down or I needed to uh, rescue all of my food or something like that. I would be behaving differently. And a final reflection, I, I, I brought my daughter with me and um, 
she was sort of uh she groaned and like oh i gotta go out in the rain afterwards she like and i, I was never sure how, how she'll take these things but she came back and she said uh you know that was that was inspiring i think that's just the little push i needed i think i was i was thinking about joining our student green club and i think i think that i will now and i was really happy to hear that because i felt like the whole time i was making her do something but um but there's lots of stuff there already like that she uh, supports and it wasn't and for that to be an inspiring thing it was it made it all the more worthwhile for me cortez currents also reached murray eddy from the council of canadians for his reflections on the event first what is the council of canadians the council is a national a Canadian, a national organization with uh, chapters across the country in many cities, mainly cities. Um, and it's, uh, it's mainly environmental. I was really pleasantly surprised to see the number of people out. I expected there to be five or six, because of, mainly because of the weather. Generally speaking, there were people that were really concerned, um, you know, about, uh, about the just transition and, uh, and about uh, climate change mainly. Mm -hmm. Murray describes the context of the situation. Well, the IPCC in the previous one, not this one, but the previous um, report stated that we have basically 10 years to really ramp down the production of oil and gas and, and cut down, severely cut down on greenhouse gas emissions uh, before it's totally out of control. I think the council is certainly, uh, the national council and our local chapter, we are very aware and concerned about uh, the, the fact that it is an emergency. Uh, we can't we can't wait around any longer. Murray reflects on Blaney's presentation. She didn't focus really on climate change as such. The our local council um, submitted a um, petition. Uh, we had fifty or seventy five signatures uh, to Rachel to present to Parliament, advocating for. Uh, Parliament to deal with a Just Transition Act to get back to that because the Liberals, when they called the election, they basically shelved it. And so, uh, and Rachel did present it to Parliament. And there's hope that the this present uh, Parliament will will um, raise this issue and uh, hopefully pass it, pass the Act. So yeah, she's concerned. I think. She, she is concerned about climate change, there's no question. And, uh, but she's also got local issues here that are very important too, that she has to deal with. Does a just transition mean, mean a high standard of living continuing for oil and gas workers? I think uh, the, the money that oil, oil and gas workers made up in the tar sands have been making for 20, 30 years uh, I think I think those salaries, those, those monies, are are um, way beyond. So I think the oil and gas workers are going to have to settle for something a little less than what they've been getting. Murray reflects on the option of using vacant homes as housing for transitioning workers. I've been certainly in favor of uh, of 
utilizing um, empty home space for for workers for people to move here because I I know how costly homes are here now both to buy and to rent. You've been listening to Cortez Currents. This is Max Tyson. <laughs>